I'm gonna teach you the two most powerful strategies to overcome objections. Because at the end of the day, if you're not following a plan in your head, you end up winging it. And believe me, I've done that. I've talked my way through things. You know, it works for a while, then you get in a sales slump, customers knock you off course, you move on to bigger sales like commercial sales or multifamily with multiple decision makers. And the stuff that you used to use before by winging it or talking your way through it because you're a smooth talker, you have experience, all of a sudden starts to crumble and not be that effective. Effective. And the real thing that separates a phenomenal salesperson from a mediocre salesperson is intention and the intention of following a proven process that works with how we think as humans because all of us think very, very similarly. We make decisions very similarly. So when you have a framework to follow or a formula, which is what I teach is formulas and systems that are really easy to follow. Um, by the way, that's all included in our sales system. These become second nature. You understand, oh, I got an objection. I got path one, path two. So in this video, we're going to kind of sh shake out all the, I'm going to wing it on objection handling and teach you the following. Number one, I'm going to teach you the best two ways, the two most powerful ways to overcome objections. Then I'm going to teach you how to choose which path to take when. So the next time that you're out in the field, you've got like a really clear vision of, hey, I got this objection and I can go this way or that way. And we have it narrowed down. We become robots in a good way, not robotic, but robots, meaning you're firing on autopilot without skipping a beat because you are literally programmed for it. And it is amazing. So remember, this is not robotic. Like I am reading the word for word script. Uh, uh Not like that. I mean, robotic as in you can't fool me. You can't catch me on my heels. I am a machine. So let's turn you into an objection handling machine right now in this video. Uh, first, quick welcome or welcome back. My name is Adam Benzman, the Roof Strategist, and everything that I do here is designed to help you and your team smash your income goal and give every customer an amazing experience. So if you like this video and you want more, you're going to love our brand new free training center. You can get in right now by clicking the link in the description uh, on the podcast or the, or the YouTube channel. And if you're cruising around, as long as it's safe, please text. We'll pop you a link. Text the word free, F-R-E-E, -E, to the number 303 222-7133. That's 303-222-7133. All right. Two most powerful objection handling strategies. Go. Let's go. We're going to turn you into an objection handling machine. Uh, remember, core purpose of handling objections is what? To, I heard it. I didn't hear it. We're on camera. My camera doesn't talk back. When I meet folks in person, by the way, thank you for everyone who came up at RoofCon and said hello. Love seeing you there. I always tell folks the joke, my camera doesn't talk back but I'm guessing you're thinking it. The core purpose of overcoming an objection is to keep the conversation going. That's our, our, soul, our soul mission. It's not to throw the perfect right hook, the rebuttal, tackling it, beating it. It's not about beating the homeowner down, showing them you're smarter, outwitting them. It's about furthering the conversation. So once we have that groundwork laid, which we just did, the number one goal is to, there it is, by the way, I'm trying to integrate more teaching techniques. It's called recall. So when I ask that question in your mind, you're going, oh yeah, the number one purpose of overcoming objection is to keep the conversation going. These are designed to help you learn more so you can take this information, apply it in the field, go make yourself some life-changing money and create some life-changing opportunities for you, your loved ones and your kids and everyone around you. All right, so keep the conversation going. How do we do that? Here are the two paths. Okay, two paths. Number one is we can explain it away. This is where everyone goes to, right? 
we say, hey, you know what? I want to explain it away because they said, uh, I want to wait and see what my insurance company says, or uh, can you eat my deductible, or I want to wait and see what the other estimate says from their contractor. And we go to explain it away. Hey, we're a better value, better product, better service, better warranty. Hey, you don't need to, to wait to, to meet with your insurance company. You want me to be there because I'm going to provide all this value and support you. And you know, the deductible, by the way, you shouldn't worry about that. It's illegal. No one can eat deductible. So more often than not, this is the knee jerk. People go, I want to explain it away. If I educate enough, it'll just disappear and I win. Well, that's a short-sighted way of thinking because what is it, pop quiz, that we're supposed to be doing when we are overcoming objections? Keeping the conversation going, right? So there's a time and a place where we have to explain things. This is showcasing our knowledge, our expertise, and our mastery of roofing or the restoration process and how we can serve homeowners. But what if I told you that this was not always the best way? There's a better way. And this, my friend, is asking open-ended questions. Asking open-ended questions. By the way, the two questions to ask are how questions and what questions. Now, what word am I missing from this list? You guessed it, why? We don't wanna ask why questions because they seem invasive. Why do you drive a Ford truck? Hey, why are you wearing that shirt, right? When we ask someone the word why, it basically tells them, and again, this is the feeling, right? We're getting beyond the word why. We're talking about how it feels to be asked a question that starts with why. Why are you wearing that shirt? Why are you driving that truck? And the signals that that sends your homeowner is, huh, I disagree with you. Are you sure you're thinking about that clearly? Are you stupid? Hey, I want you to defend your position on this. We don't want any of that. We want to what? keep the conversation going. So we want to use how questions or what questions. Let's use an example of how this shakes out because I promised in the beginning of this video to teach you how to know when to go to each one. By the way, by default, if you ever don't know the answer to a question, always go to the open-ended question. This will take role play. It's going to be really uncomfortable and clumsy at first until it becomes second nature. With role play and practice, things do become uh, hardwired. We actually create new neural pathways in our brain. Uh, I'm doing a lot of uh, personal study on learning so I can be a better teacher. I wanna learn how to learn well so I can apply it and then say, hey, I'm the, the typical roofing salesperson with a super short attention span who wants things fast, who wants things simple, and how can I learn this this way and then teach it to everyone else, which is why uh, I believe our system is so successful is I've walked a million miles in your shoes, and I know that speed is of the essence, simplicity, easy to replicate without a lot of thought. So in order to get there, by the way, speaking of studying learning is repetition. And in my journeys, I recently read a book called Ultra Learning. Um, I forget the author's name, really good book, by the way. And he talked about uh, recall and how repetition cr literally creates in our brain new neural pathways connecting things. So we have to practice this how and these how and what questions. But I want to show you that most people, when they don't know the answer, they go to explaining it away. The cat gets their tongue, they get caught on their heels, or they start spitting fluff. They don't make sense. It's fumbly. They lose their place. And they sound like they're totally BSing it because they are. And if you can just shift that mindset, instead of having to respond, you just ask more questions because whoever's asking the questions is truly in control of the conversation. So let's show you an example. When someone says, and this is just an example, uh, the other contractor can do it cheaper or you're too expensive. And you've already done what I teach you in the sales system linked below, by the way, about how we overcome that before we even present. 
the key questions to ask homeowners, how to highlight the pains they were completely unaware of using questions and not telling them what they need to hear, but asking it so they can come to that conclusion on their own. That's the real power of these questions. They come to the conclusion on their own. So uh, I'll give you an example of what many people do. When I say, hey, the other contractor can do it cheaper, so many salespeople, when I've been doing this role play all over the country, retail markets, store markets, hybrid markets, knee-jerk response, explain it away. Hey, Mr. Homeowner, I understand they can do it cheaper, but we are a higher quality company, use a way better shingle, and as I showed you before, we're doing a lot more line items. You're gonna, we're gonna be held accountable, better service, better product, better warranty. We're just not willing to cut corners to earn your business. Okay, that's explaining it away. Did that go very far? Does it ever? No, and unfortunately, every roofer is saying the same thing. Better service, better product, better warranty, better, better, better. What if we did this instead? Hey, the other contractor can do it cheaper. Hey, what about the other estimate made you more comfortable than our estimate? Hey, how did the other contractor provide more value than what I provided you? And all of a sudden, what ends up happening is this homeowner starts talking themselves into a circle so they see the light. Because as they're explaining things, hey, how did the other contractor provide more value than I did? Now they're stumped because they can't. This is how we get them to see things from our perspective is we exercise patience to walk them through it. So oftentimes these two get linked up. Again, if someone said, hey, uh, the other contractor said he could eat my deductible, I would go, huh, did they explain to you how they could eat your deductible? And the homeowner is gonna go, Actually, no, they didn't. Then we shift to explaining it away. And I went over that in a previous video. I did really recently, actually, on the one word to defeat that objection always, which is asking how do we, how did the contractor explain to you that he or she can eat your deductible? So more on that in this video. We'll actually link to it up here if you wanna check that one out, the full length cut. Um, but for this, I just want to show you that these can work hand in hand, but by default, the how and what questions are the best place to start because we keep that conversation going. And as you and I know, objections are often a smokescreen. They're BS. It's not the truth. They're just kind of stalling. And you've probably done it. I do it. I just asked a furniture salesperson for her card and told her we'd call her after we'd think about it. And what it really meant is, I don't want to talk to you anymore. I'm out of here. And I didn't like her, I didn't like the furniture, she was super pushy. So anyway, your knee jerk, the two paths, excuse me, your knee jerk is gonna be explained it away. Your exercise and mission is to practice using how and what questions to further the conversation and guide the homeowner into their own conclusion. And remember, let's do a quick summary. Two paths to becoming an objection handling machine. Explain it away or ask how or what questions. Those are the open-ended questions. And I highly recommend that you get these in in some role play and practice. Fastest way to do it is this. Grab a camera, set it up for yourself if you're on your own. If you have a team, do it together. Set up the objection and just have the person deliver it. I need to talk to my wife, go through the ARO formula, acknowledge, reassure, overcome with these questions, and then stop. That's it. Get that quick repetition in. Do that five, 10, 15 times a day. This will be running on autopilot in no time and you, my friend, will be an objection handling machine. All right, listen, I know that there's a person on your team who needs to see this video. So do me a favor, click below, click the share button, copy the link, put it in your group chat, Facebook Messenger, or text it to the person that needs to see this. You and I both know that there's someone out there. The new person is often the one that has their cack out their tongue or the person in their sales slump. So I appreciate all of your support. Hey, thanks for being here. If you want more, then jump right into this video, the one I talked to you about, about the uh, uh, deductible, by the way, the one-liner to absolutely kill the deductible objection. Or if you're not in there, I want to see you inside my brand new free training center. You can click right here. We'll get you inside. See you soon.
Hey, don't go anywhere just quite yet. This episode has come to a close, but I do have just a couple things for you. First, I want to thank you for listening to the Roof Strategist podcast, and I'd love to ask you a favor. Can you help me out here? Give a review to the podcast wherever it is that you stream. This helps the podcast grow, get in more people's ears and help people smash their income goal and give every customer an amazing experience. So good, bad, otherwise I do keep an eye on these and I wanna help and I do look for video and podcast suggestions. Second, you might be interested in a product or a program to help you grow your business, grow your sales, and achieve, or better yet, smash your income goals, and I'd be honored to help. Many folks don't know where to start, and I wanna simplify it for you. The best place for you to get started is with my all-in-one sales training, sales strategy, and sales system that I call the Roofing Sales Success Formula. And I will take you through everything you need to know from knock to close in a lightning fast nine and a half hours, whether that's for you, the individual sales rep, or as the standard training for teams. And there's a reason that it's being used by thousands of reps in the field as we speak, including some of the top 100 roofing companies in America. Now, if you are looking for some more ongoing help and support and really looking to fine tune your infinite game in sales and business, I invite you to join me and my fellow mentors, John Cenac, Deshaun Bryant, Matt Mulholland, and Jim Moline inside the Pitch Pro movement. Listen, there's links in the podcast description that will walk you through everything and direct you to those websites. But if you do wanna chat with my team or with me, you can call or text 303-222-7133. That's 303 303- 222-7133. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll catch you on the next episode.